nakedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Dr. David Oyedebo, the presiding bishop of Winners Chapel International, to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppression of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Manifest yourself. That is who you are. Is there is a consuming fire that cannot be consumed. Lift up your voice and pray, Lord, manifest yourself this morning. Manifest yourself this morning. Show yourself strong and mighty on my behalf. Manifest yourself, O oh Father. Manifest yourself, Jesus. I magnify yourself today. Manifest yourself today. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Today is our covenant day of vengeance. Nothing less than vengeance shall happen in the camp of the wicked concerning you. Anyone that will not let you go today is your hand in the name of Jesus Christ. God is interested if you are interested. God is interested if you are interested. So as you concur with God today, there shall be vengeance on your behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11. Ecclesiastes 8 11. It said because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set. There are people that they are planning to kill before the end of the year. It's fully set because nothing happened from January to November. So they have been having a free day. But today, as you pray, every force of darkness against your life, they shall be crushed in the name of Jesus. He said they are fully set in them to do evil, to cause accident, to cause mishap. I decree today that every form of plan of the wicked against your destiny, your career shall be crushed. And then when you call on God, look at what he does. He has different ways like the one the choir said. In Psalm 11 verse 6, he said, Upon the wicked, he shall snares, fire, bring storms. Therefore, you are going to pray for every power of darkness ganging up against my destiny. Rain down your fire. Lift up your voice and pray. If you are said, God is said, every plan of the devil gang up of wickedness against me, against my career, against my family. Lord, rain down your fire. 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 Rain down your fire against them, against them. The powers of darkness, forces of wickedness. Rain down your fire. Rain down your fire. Rain down your fire. Rain down your fire against them. Rain down your fire. Rain down your fire. Rain down your fire against them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Rain down your fire against them. Rain down your fire against them. The forces of wickedness. Rain down your fire, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Father, send your word today. Transform life. Lord, reactivate every prophecy that seems, seems sleeping. Let them come to fulfillment. In Jesus' mighty name. Celebrate Jesus with a clap and be seated. Hallelujah. Shiloh. 
2020 turnaround encounter. It shall be a turnaround encounter for you. Now to kickstart the Shiloh quickly, I just call some names and um, their brethren that God will be using to kickstart what is about to do in this year's Shiloh. So hear your name, you come out quickly, the Shiloh committee. Um, praise the Lord. Bro, Bola Olotu, come quickly, please put your hands together for Jesus as they come, just stand in front here. Dekin Fidelis, come quickly. Bro, George, come quickly. Bro, Oliemi, Awolisu, come quickly. Bro, Adebisi, Adeniyi, come quickly. Bro, Ebenezer, come quickly. Mrs. Mary Paul, come quickly. Are you clapping for Jesus? Come quickly. Mrs. Shoki, come quickly. Bro, Ustash, come quickly. Bro, Wisdom, come quickly. Bro, Dekin Olatunji, please come quickly. Dekin Olatunji, come quickly. Dr. Yemisi, Oyegbile, come quickly, come quickly. Are you clapping for Jesus, for Donald? Come quickly, come quickly, come quickly. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It is not a title, it is a commitment of an assignment to ensure that whatever we are going to be doing here goes smoothly. Stretch forth your hands wherever you are. As we pray for these ones, asking for grace. Lord, engrace them, engrace them, engrace them to do this assignment. Engrace them, engrace them. Some of them have been there before, some are new. Lord, engrace them. They need grace. They need grace for it's not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Engrace this one in this assignment that you have committed into their hands. Lord, we ask for grace. We ask for grace. We ask for grace. For the success of Shiloh 2020, we ask for grace. We ask for grace. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor to your name in Jesus' mighty name. May God uphold you in the mighty name of Jesus. Supernatural wisdom shall be your portion in Jesus mighty name put your hands together for Jesus as they return back to their seat so you are to meet immediately after our second service praise the Lord the Lord bless you in Jesus mighty name somebody is ready for vengeance shout vengeance before we move to that segment quickly let's remind ourselves that the prophetic focus for the month says praise facilitate fulfillment of prophecy praise facilitate fulfillment of prophecy. We are looking at the third part, part three. Wherever there is praise, there is bound to be speed. Wherever there is praise, there is bound to be speed. Prayer brings change, but praise or grace you to instant answer. Prayer brings Change, but praise or grace you to instant, if you can't like call it immediate answer. Paul and Silas pray, come on, and then they sound praises because the thing was not completed. And as they sound praises, earthquake, and then after earthquake, they were free. I decree the freedom of somebody in the name of Jesus. So, praise is what makes things happen suddenly. As they sound praises, God of sudden visitation visited them. May God visit you in the name of Jesus. What is prophecy? It is the unveiling of God's plan and purpose for an individual, a family, a nation. The unveiling of God's plan. God said he has a plan concerning us. And they are all of good, not of evil, to bring us to an expected end. So we are considering understanding how praise facilitates fulfillment of prophecy. Understanding how praise facilitates fulfillment 
of prophecy. Like we said, it is understanding that makes life outstanding. You behave the way you behave because of your level of understanding. The more you know, the more your performance. That is why it is said that they do, that do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. Daniel was, was explaining how he got to where he is. So the more of knowledge of how it works, the quicker the prophecy comes to pass. May the prophecies that have been released over your life come to pass expressly in the name of Jesus Christ. What is prophecy? Like I said, God revealing himself to his people. What is prophecy? It is declaring the end from the beginning. Prophecy is declaring the end from the beginning. God is a God of order. He does nothing until he has said it. God is a God of order. He does nothing until he has said it. Now, before Jesus came, it was said ahead. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, we saw how it was explained, including his name, that he shall be called wonderful. God does not do things like the magician. He said, wait now, surprise you. No, God declares the end from the beginning. He says things which he has planned. God declares the end from the beginning. Isaiah 46 verse 10 says this clearly. He declares the end from the beginning. He's a very orderly God. God does not speak to us about the things that exist. But the things to come. That, that is what makes him God. He speaks to us. It's not a newscaster. A newscaster, a newscaster will tell you about things happening. God will tell you things that are about to come. Things that have not yet manifested themselves. He will speak ahead. That is how God operates. Declaring the end from the beginning. The Bible says in Job chapter 8 verse 7. He said, though that beginning may be small. That is how it's expected. Anything that starts big ends small. But the one that starts small ends big. Though the beginning may be small, he said, Thy latter hand shall greatly increase. Don't be surprised when they are telling you that you will lend to a nation now because this is your beginning, it is not your end. You are on a journey, a prophetic journey. When he said that though the beginning is small, he's talking to you. The Bible talks about the most sure word of prophecy. So that word is a prophecy for everyone that desires to take it. He said, It is of no private inter interpretation. So, the word has been released. It is for those that care to take. Let's issue that belief. For there shall be a performance of what was told her. The thing is written. It must come to pass. It might not be in everybody's life. It is for those that believe it. May you come to pass in your life. You are a tyrant now. God is saying you are going to be a landlord. You don't look like it now. You are a raw material in the hand of God. He said you are going to become landlord. Possession of houses. Your amen is weak. Don't limit God by the things happening around you. It is prophecy. Prophecy, you will not always look like it. You will not look like it. But you will become it too. You might not look like it now. But you will surely become it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Don't be carried away by the beginning. Though it is small, it will increase. What most of us are troubled about are interludes. 
Hello. Interlude. In between the music is something they play. That's not the reason. They play it to prepare for the next segment. Praise the Lord. As they play the interlude. The interlude is also sweet. If you care to know. It is actually what will make the end interesting. If there is no interlude, life will be boring. So, um, so morning finished. And in the time of Jesus, there was no food. They looked at it and said, what do we have? All they could find was five loaves. So, when you see scarcity, know it, that God wants to multiply. It is an interlude. Any time. Five loaves of bread, two fishes, couldn't feed anybody. I don't know. I know it's not a big fish because a small child was carrying it. So, it must be, somebody not say, no, it's five sharks. No. It was, it was small, it was a lad, a small boy that was carrying on his head. So he has sold many, that was the remaining. But hear this, as God liveth, nothing will finish in your hand. Don't be troubled, tell your neighbor, it is just an interlude. Your current situation is just an interlude. There is a great end for you. If you believe it, put your hands together for Jesus. Hear this, people of God. No human hand can fulfill a divine agenda. There is no day that will happen that God will say, Help me. Then comes on, okay, oh, come on, help me, support me. You can't support God. You are clay. Clay can never assist his maker. The day will never come. So, whatever you are called for instance to do in the house of God is a privilege. God will never need your assistance to do anything. No human hand can fulfill the divine agenda. It is called divine because it's by God, of God. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 5. Just hear the Lord. Cause be the man that trusted in man and make it flesh his thumb. God can speak through man, but God will do it with his arm, not the arm of man. If not, you become a beggar. Verse 6. He said, For he shall be like the earth in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the patch places, patch places in the wilderness. Now, there's patch places in the city, but he's inhabiting the one in the wilderness, the driest of the dry. That shall not be you. For what? For placing his trust in man. Fear is the help of man. No wonder David understood. He said, I lift up my eyes. I know where my blessing comes from. I lift up my eyes to the east. From where my... He said, my help coming from the Lord. The maker. Why will you leave the maker and go and source the mate? When you have the maker. In praise, for instance, we focus on the maker. In praise. In prayer, we focus on the need. Oh Lord, oh Lord, give me money. Oh Lord, give me money. In praise, we focus on God, Jehovah Jireh. As you are singing to the Lord, He's looking for how much He can give to you. Have you seen it? That somebody singing praise to the king, and as he's praising him, the king is putting his hand in his pocket. That's the nature of God. What can I give him? That this place is too much. You are bigger than the biggest, you are brighter than the brighter. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you are saying it, the more money comes. If you don't stop, it will keep coming. Look up to man, you miss God. So, we are not to look up to man to see divine agenda fulfilled. God will never need the support of man. 
In First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse ten. First Corinthians chapter fifteen and verse ten. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. That's one of the greatest men that lived on earth. But he said his greatness is by grace. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly than they all. However, yet not. I, but the grace of God, which was with me. May the grace of God enable somebody. May the grace of God bring the testimony to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. Looking around keeps you around. But looking above takes you up. Looking around, looking around, it keeps you around. So people will just come, they will always dash you, dash you, dash you. But when you look up, you'll be made to be the one to dash them. Looking unto man, we keep you limited. Looking unto God takes you to the realm of unlimited breakthrough. That is where you are going. Your amen should be louder than that. Remember that God speaks according to his authority, not our inabilities. He speak according to his authority. When, when you check, check yourself and see how many hands do you have? Just two. Very limited. Very limited. God is full of hands. As he's reaching out to somebody in South Africa, he's getting to somebody in Zimbabwe, getting to somebody in Cameroon, getting to somebody in Nigeria, doing it in UK. At the same time, how many handed? <laughs> because if he's not how many handed, your mother will stay very long because she's in the village. Before people in the city get and you get, before you get to her. How many handed at the same time stretching forth his hand? May he stretch his hand towards you today. God is not bound by environment constraint. He says, if not that I am in, if not that I'm, some people are even saying, if not that I'm, I don't know why I'm born in Africa. There are people that are born in America, but they have seen nothing as blessing. God is not bound by environment. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, we saw a man called the centurion. He approached Jesus for a healing. And then he said, All right, I will go to your house because people bear witness. He said, This man is worthy of this blessing. He's worthy of it, meaning he's a servant of God. Is worthy of it. And Jesus was thinking of going. He said, no, I am not worthy to have you under my roof. He said, speak a word only. So, God is not bound by environment. Distance is not a barrier with God. And he said a word. Bam! From where he was, the servant was made in that same server. God humbled me a few days ago. Somebody called me, and it wasn't last week. Somebody called me and said, a pain in my chest. Something is there. I can feel it. Something is moving. So something is moving. It has happened before. It's moving. It's moving. And I said, okay, place your hand there. Let's pray now. And then as we began to pray, in our office, I don't know where she is. I know that I must have known her. But somehow, she was manifesting in our office where she is. It was after prayer that I said, hope you were not where people were because it would be strange to manifest like that in a shop. She was vulnerable. Oh, there is no distance now. There's no distance in the spirit for anyone that desires to be liberated. Just in case you are watching from anywhere, I decree the same grace that is backing up my father will reach out to you in the name of Jesus. No distance. So the distance is in your heart. Hello. It is your heart that created the distance. Your heart knows America, knows UK. God does not know all of that. What he knows is the X is the Lord. 
and the fullness thereof. So when you talk about location, heaven and earth, that is all he knows. You are the one that carry color. God does not care about color. What he made was man, not color. Man created color, not God. You know, people even bleach. Never brag about anything. God is a doer. If the hand of God is not there, nothing will happen. Now, a man that has sat with Jesus several times was bragging one day. When Jesus said a prophetic word in Matthew chapter 26, verse 31, Jesus was speaking and said, Peter, before the cock crow, three times you will deny me. Instead of him to bow down and say, Lord, have mercy on me, <laughs> he said, It's not possible. I have audition. I cannot. No matter what they do to you, I will not. I cannot. <gasps> me? How? He argued with the Almighty. You can see that story in Matthew chapter 26. Let me just take it from verse 33. You see, Peter answered and said unto him, Thou all men shall be offended because of thee. Yet will I never be offended. He said, I will be the last man standing. So it is not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. <laughs> verse 34 says, Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night, sir, this night, not tomorrow, this night, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me three times. He made a mistake to argue. He was so embarrassed. Look at verse 69, verse 69 of Matthew 26. He said, Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, a small girl, saying, That was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what you are saying. It's not even Jesus matter. I don't even know. I, I don't even understand what it's what? He was bragging, so he was messed up. It went ahead three times. Verse 71. And when he was done out of the, into the, the porch, he said, another man saw him and said, no, they did not see all the other disciples. Any man that brags making the focus of disgrace. When you brag, it makes you what? A focus for disgrace. Now, they didn't say others denied Jesus. Also. It was him. Only him they were looking for. Three times. Only him. Until prophecy fulfilled. May prophecy not be fulfilled negatively in your life. So the man saw him and said unto him. He said, this fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. The other one was Galilee. This one Nazareth. He said, again, he denied with an oath. I swear. I do not know the man. Ah. Verse, 70, uh, verse 73. And after a while came unto him, they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them. For thy speech, the way you talk, you talk like him. For thy speech has betrayed you today. Verse 74. He said, Then began he to curse another them and to swear, saying, I don't know this man. I mean, said, I don't know him. Why? He argued with prophecy. When you argue with prophecy, you become a mockery of yourself. That shall not be your experience. Believe it. When God says it, it becomes and you enjoy it. Don't argue with prophecy. In case you are not sure, just keep your mouth shut. It is better to be silent than to argue with prophecy. A man argued. He said, the corner of wisdom. He said, no, this cannot happen. Even if God will open the windows of heaven, that was a brag, and God drags him. So you brag, you'll be dragged. Anyone that brag will be dragged. The one that argue will be messed up. That shall not be you. 
But what do we do with prophecy? Until a prophetic word is received, it never gets fulfilled. So what you have to do is to receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive the word of prophecy. Why? The word of prophecy is short. In 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 19, it was called a short, more sure word of prophecy. Now this is a book that cannot be changed. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Now whatever is settled in heaven, settles the earth. That's how powerful the word of God is. The word of God has been tried in fire seven times. Still standing so. People have tried to destroy the world from getting to some countries. Today, those countries are producing Bible. That's how strong the word of God is. The word of God is powerful. May the word of God have expression in your life. The word of God in verse 20 of the same, same second Peter chapter 1. Verse 20, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. It is not for few. It is for as many that believes it. It is not of private, it's not for, for, for the white, for the black. No. It has no limitation of race. It has no limitation of gender. When you see she, there is anybody. No private interpretation. You know it will be funny to have he or she, he or she, he or she in every scripture. Eh? Blessed is, is he or she that believe for them. No. So it was just a gender that was picked, but it is for every gender. No private interpretation, not for a particular tribe. Prophecy is a word of God that must come to pass. You see, prophetic word is like a universal charger. How many of you know universal charger? You don't know it? When we were in school, at a point, the phone, um, your phone runs down, and then you have tried several charger, it's not charging. You can't get a universal charger. Oh, very lovely charger. You can't to press it. Do I have witness in the house? Aha, uh -huh. then you put it. Your friend can borrow and charge. Everybody can. You just remove your battery and put it. Keep it to charge. That's universal charger. That's how the word of God is. It is universal in nature. It is for anyone that believes. If an unbeliever, well, an unbeliever repent today and start reading today, it answer for him today. Universal. That's the word of God. May you accept the word and enjoy the blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we saw in scripture how Anna, an example of prophecy fulfilled through praise. Anna received the prophetic word from Eli. This was a woman that had talent. She has focused on her talent for some time. According to that scripture, in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 13, he said, now Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips move, but her voice was not heard thereof. He said, Eli thought she has been drunk, drunken. Verse 14 said, and I lay a unto her. He said, How long will thou be drunken? He said, But away, put away the wine from thee. From thee. Verse 15. And Anna answered and said, No, my Lord, I am not, I'm not a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have poured out my soul. She has focused on her challenge. When you focus on your challenge, somehow the sorrow will be thick. But yet, this when you focus on your maker. It transforms your life. You are, she was sad, so she focused on that the challenge. But Eli said a word unto her in verse 17. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition. So the woman went away and eat, and her countenance changed. So prophetic word changes our countenance. 
Because until your content has changed, nothing can change around you. Your moody lifestyle does not help the situation. That is why he told the barren. He said, he said, sing, O ye barren. Because it is not your face I look to change your story. No. I need you to change. Now, when you praise God, you are showing your confidence in God. And you know what she did? He said, and then as continence was no more sad, verse 19, and they arose up in the morning early, and then she worshiped before the Lord, meaning she has changed the mood. She has changed her mood because of the prophetic word, and then she worshiped God. And you know what happened? The result came, and Elikana knew Anna, and then God gave them their heart desire. You must change your continence to the continence of praise if God must bring that prophecy to fulfillment. You have been down long enough. If you are sad, things will go bad. So you must change from being sad to being excited. Praising God because you know that God can do exceedingly. More than your hands or think. I see God changing somebody's story. To see prophecy fulfilled, we must rejoice like Hannah did. As she rejoiced, Samuel came. Your own Samuel is on the way. Put your hands together for Jesus. Remember that is our covenant day of vengeance. God will never do anything without a reason. All this one we are calling fire, calling fire. If it's coming down like that, everywhere will have been burnt. It does things for reason. That is what people don't know. So it is not enough to call down fire. Oh Lord of Elijah, call down fire, call down fire. You are calling down fire without the reason. Until the reason is known to you, fire does not come. Until you have adequate knowledge. There are so many people that have been humiliated today because they don't know their rights. You must have a case for God to show up. What is your case? If you don't have a case, then you return the same. You must have a case. In your heart, what is the matter that looks difficult? It is today that you must place it before God. God executes vengeance on purpose. And look at some of these purposes. Number one. God executes vengeance for people to see the reward of the righteous. You have been serving God, serving God. They've even talked, 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 talked. God executes vengeance to show the difference between those that are serving him and those that are not. In Psalm chapter 58 verse 6. Psalm 58 verse 6. It says, break their teeth. May God break their teeth. There are people that have been using their mouth against your destiny. Listen. You are not Jesus. Now, don't pray, Lord, forgive them for they know not. That is why they attack your children tomorrow. Break their teeth. Anyone that will not allow you to rest, may their teeth be broken. Now, hear this. How many of you have seen toothache before? You know it's so painful. It seizes the whole body. It looks like something else. Now, how much more when God breaks their teeth? God cannot remove one. He breaks it. May the teeth of the wicked be broken. Now it is in the scripture, that is why I know it's not of private interpretation, it's for as many that desire it. It says, break their teeth, oh God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, oh Lord. Verse 7, let them melt away, let them melt away, let them melt away the water, which runneth continually. When he bended his bow, he said, to shoot his arrow, let them be as cut in pieces. Verse 10, he said, the righteous shall rejoice when he see the vengeance. The reason why God executes vengeance is for the righteous to rejoice. You will rejoice. I say you will rejoice. 
Verily, there is a reward for the righteous. Verse 11. So that a man shall say, Verily, there is a reward for the righteous. Until the God of vengeance steps in, attack will not cease. So he will step in on your behalf. God has what they call a justice system. A justice system. How he prepares himself to judge correctly. He will judge on your behalf. Number two, God wants to deal with those who mock you to reward your righteousness. Now, you will wonder why Elisha could call on God in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 to 24. 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 to 24. And God supported him. He said, and he went up from thence unto Bethel. And as he was going up, by the way, there came 14. 40 little children out of the city and mocked him and said unto him, Go up, go up, the ballad, go up, the ballad. Now, verse 24. He said, And he turned back and looked to them and cursed them in the name of who? You didn't get it in the name of who? And then God cooperated. Two sheep here came and swallowed them. How did this happen? I wish you can add some drama. How will sheep here be taking one person and the second person didn't run? God mute all of them. Just to show us in our days that they don't play with you, they don't mock you. Anyone that mock you from today, may they see the vengeance of the Lord. Every time people mock you, God says, You are talking to me, you are not talking to me. I'm his maker, I'm a maker. When they mock you, God destroys them. So it is not holiness for you to say, God forgive them. He said, For it is a righteous sin for God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Anyone that trouble you will see trouble. Your amen sounds quiet. Listen, you, are, you will have made it more than this if not for them. Witches and wizards in your family around your being, you will have gone further than this. They are the ones. Don't blame economy. Who is economy? Is anybody called economy? Witches and wizards in Africa too will not allow countries to go forward. But from today, I see vengeance taking place on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. God has a good vengeance for the rescue, healing, and deliverance, and breakthrough of his people. That's why vengeance comes. For rescue, for healing. Hear this. If there is no vengeance, the sickness will kill. Because the devil does not stop. He steals. He kills. He destroys. That is his profession. Just like a builder builds, the devil kills. But here this sickness will not kill you. But there must be execution of vengeance. Look at the scripture. In Isaiah chapter 35, verse 4 says, Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Say, come Lord. Shout it, come Lord. Evil God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. He said the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Verse 10 quickly. He said and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come with singing. That shall be you in the name of Jesus. That sickness that is unto death today is cancelled. Anyone that has fired an arrow of sickness to you, they return to them sevenfold. Whosoever wants you to see burial in your family, I decree they will begin to bury their own children. 
Arise, O Lord, and let all our enemies be scattered. All of them. All of them. They have tormented your health, carried your head to a coven. What you are having is a case, is a, is a, is a shadow of originality, but no more. The God of vengeance will arise on your behalf. He will show himself mighty in the mighty name of Jesus. Quickly, what are the weapons of vengeance? Just a few in this service, and then we'll balance it up on the second service. The weapons of vengeance. Take note quickly that darkness can never resist the authority of light. Weapon number one is revelation. The weapon of revelation, knowledge, having adequate knowledge of the God of vengeance. Understanding that God is a God of vengeance. Stop saying, if not that I'm a Christian, I know what I will have done to you. No, sir. You are sounding helpless. You are sounding helpless. They touch you by mistake. They see the red eye of a God. He said, you are the apple of his eyes. No matter how somebody loves you, when you stretch your hand to the eyes, he reacts. May God react. He said, you are the apple of his eyes. So it doesn't matter whosoever is doing it against you. God showed us an example with children. How much more outdoor that has sense. Anyone that has constituted an authority against your placement in your office, in your business, in your career, may the God of vengeance reach out to them. You are smiling. You people are eating granola together, but they are still consulting against you. You are smiling, you are eating together. You buy KFC, you buy for them. But they are angry against you. Whosoever is angry is looking for your downfall. They will fall and you will rise. Sit down. Vengeance is a vital aspect of God's end time agenda. You can't stop it because it is end time. Vengeance is a vital part. You can't stop it. This is end time. This end time, God has to prove himself. If not, they will keep messing Christians up. Angels went to Sodom and Gomorrah to rescue Lot. And then you know what the people were saying? Very dirty things. They said, bring those people. We want to have carnal and homosexual. That was why God destroyed Sodom. Hope you know that. That was the spirit that was there. The spirit of Wodom. Strange sexual, dangerous sexual activities. And then he said, bring them. We want to have carnal. You know what happened? Yeah. The angel pulled Lot inside. He said, there's no need for negotiation with the power of darkness and send them blindness instantly. They came one day to carry Jesus and as they arrived, they said, we have come to arrest somebody. And they said, when they described, he said, I am he. As he said it, they fell to the ground. Who is that person? Who is that bastard that said you will not rise? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. May the God of heaven strike them down! You must be careful, sir. They told somebody, they said, they said, we will see how we rise. And like play, like play, someone that holds an hospital began to sink. I decree concerning you, you will rise, they will not be able to do anything. Anyone that is waiting for your caskets, they will die. They said, let us see how they will progress. Let us see how it will progress. Let us see how we will get business. Let us see how we will get children. I declare, may the God of vengeance rise up on your behalf. We serve a God of vengeance. That is what he does. If you don't want him, you will come. In this kingdom, our God is a God of vengeance. That is what he does for a living. He said he put one up. And so the same God that lived one, he suppressed another. He will suppress them, you will rise. Psalm 64, verse 1. Oh God, to whom vengeance belongeth, 
God to whom vengeance belongs. He said, show thyself. May God show himself on your behalf. When he shows himself, he doesn't show it to you. He shows it to them. When he shows it to them, they will run. When next you come, they will run. Somebody attacked one of us. A member of this commission. In their dream. And then, as he went to attack, the repercussions showed in real life. He came the next day and said, I don't know you are not ordinary. I am sorry. I was the one that came in your dream. And you are smiling. No. Powers of darkness, they are real. Wickedness is real. Oppression is real. You are feeding the person. The person is wondering, how are you making it? And that's why he's angry. You are sending money home. And the person is going to consult so that you can be sending more. Didn't you send before? Anyone that is consulting Abalis, him, her, whosoever they are with the Abalis, they will die before December 20. Before this year ends. In the name of Jesus. Even God said it to tell you that he's a God of vengeance. Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. He said, And I will bless them that bless thee. Then me by myself, or arrange course for them that cost you. So you now say, No, no, cost them. Who are you? You can't do that. You can't do, you can't stand in the way of God. He said, I want to cost you. Say you are a righteous person. Where from where? He said, Righteous God. If he said, Want to cost, tell him, I agree, Lord. Jesus taught us to pray vengeance prayer. He was the one that talked about Luke chapter 18, 1 to 8, about the widow that came to an unjust judge. He was, he was telling on a parable what he will do. And he said, this woman came to the unjust judge to ask to, for her to avenge her. Uh, the, the man said, I, me, I'm unjust. I am somebody that collects money for everything I do. So you have to bribe me. And if just people bribe me first, I'm unjust. That is my nature. I'm a criminal judge. And then the woman went before him and then cried continuously, wearied him in prayer. He said, if I don't answer this woman, and then the unjust judge answered, and Jesus referred to him. He said, wouldn't I also speedily avenge you? I decree, may God avenge you. Whatever they thought they took and they have escaped, listen, it will be called back for judgment for them. In the name of Jesus. So it is our redemptive right to execute vengeance upon the wicked. It is your right. Oh, no wonder. In Psalm 149, like we read earlier, Psalm 149, verse 6, he said, Let the high praise of God be in their mouths. He said, and two edged sword in their hand. Every time you praise God, God brings out a sword. Every time you praise God, He looks for who is mocking you. Now, you see, God, this thing, this scripture is heavy, sir. It has stated it clearly when David was dancing. Tell me, apart from that thing she said, there was no quarrel, no initial quarrel. She just said in her hand, says, this king, that king is embarrassing himself. And God said, okay, you alone on earth will die without a child. She was, every other person had their testimony. Every other person that was delayed, God gave them testimony. But for her, she died with it. For what, sir? Kilo day. What is it? What did she do? She mocked the anointed. Hear this. You are the anointed of God. Anyone that mocks you from today, the one that have mocked you before, they will see you rise. And they will begin to sing one after the other. Now, if Jesus has taught us all of this, Scriptures have made it clear. Why won't you cooperate with vengeance? Before you cry for vengeance, please you understand your rights. 
He said, produce your course. That's Isaiah chapter 41, verse 21. Now, what is it that you want vengeance for? Begin to manufacture them from your heart. Jesus, no, 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 no. If somebody has passed you before, it's time for you to take over. Now, there are things that you are supposed to have by now, you don't have it. Now, this is when to cry out for vengeance. He said, no, 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 this is not supposed to be my level. This is not supposed to be, you have, don't be celebrating. Ah, one of my friends is a senator. What it means is that you are supposed to be at that level. You might not be a senator, but something at that level. So if you are not there, something is wrong at the foundation. Rise to your feet. Every force of darkness that is fighting my rising, Lord, let your vengeance rise up against them. Lift up your voice and pray. Whatever is fighting my rising, my uprising, Lord, I declare vengeance. Oh God of vengeance, rise up on my behalf. Rise up on my behalf. I ask for divine judgment. Somebody pray. I ask for divine judgment today. I ask for divine judgment. I ask for divine judgment upon the wicked. Let there be the rain of fire. Let there be the rain of fire against the wicked, against wicked forces. Let there be a rain of fire. Forces that will not allow me to settle maritally. Forces that will not allow me to settle in business. Forces that will not allow me to settle in career. Arise, O oh Lord, and let all my enemies be scattered. Arise, O oh Lord, in your judgment. Arise, O oh Father. Arise, O oh Father. Arise for me. 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 Aso paradia. Elo kosoka. Elo brazikia ledia. Leprose kete 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 kete. Elo soprasia. Elo bradosa yadia. Elo kosokoto. Elo pose kete. Leklo sekete kete. Lekla zose kete. Elo brazosa tia. Elo bradada. Arise, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. We pray. We yet pray. Every dark conspiracy fashioned against my life, my business, my career, let them catch fire now. Lift up your voice and pray. Every conspiracy, dark places, conspiracy fashioned against me. Every dark conspiracy fashioned against my life, against my career, against my person. Leko Seka, Elo Prasoka, Elo Prezeke, Elo Sakatali. Elo bradosa yadi, elo presekete, leklo sekete keleba, elekle sekete kelebrodosa, elo prasu sekete, lepro sekete, lepro sekete keleba radia, elo sekete keleba, elo sokete kele, elo presekete kelebos, eleke sekete. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. If you know the number of your ID this time around, you will call it out. In case you don't know, just mention your name. Whatever embargo has been set on my ID or my passport, catch fire. Lift up your voice and pray. Whatever embargo has been set upon my ID, upon my passport, catch fire. Catch fire. Evil works of the covenant that is working against my ID, my passport, my status in South Africa. Let Koparasosa catch fire. Catch fire, catch fire in my workplace. Whatever I'm embargo has been placed against my ID, against my passport. Oh, Father, arise, O oh Lord, arise, O oh Lord, O oh God of vengeance, arise, O oh Lord, O oh God of vengeance, arise, O oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, one of the weapons of warfare is praise. Praise. If you must see vengeance, then you must praise God. Farewell in life is a product of warfare and praise. 
And as we praise God today, every form of battle against you shall be destroyed. Now, the second is like unto you, the anointing is another weapon. As you are anointed today, you become touched not from today. Anyone that wags your tongue against you, their tongue shall be cut off. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I decree today is the end of calamity around your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As we dance and praise God, choir guys said, as we dance and praise God in the next few minutes, whatever is as challenge on your destiny, I decree the God of vengeance is fighting. You have a few minutes to do this dance, so it's a warfare dance. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Let's go. High praise. No doubt you have been empowered for all-round victory, exploit, and unquestionable dominion over all life challenges. The end has come to all struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimonies with us by calling us on 031-301-6266 or 074-575-9240. You can equally send us an email to wmadaben at yahoo.com. Best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at in Durban. Our services hold on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. for English and Zulu interpreted services and on Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. God bless you.